1: Memory Recall. Sometimes it's essential if we're to get through some of the tough times in life, as we'll see next. Memory Recall. That's the title of our message today. And what we're looking at are those memories of the good times that God saw us through, those times when God carried us, those times we can look back on with fond memories and remind ourselves yet again that God is faithful, even when we're faithless. And so in those faithless times, we can have hope that our God is faithful. We're in First Samuel chapter 17. At least that's where we'll start today. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing from The Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California.
2: I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a a familiar story that we know here, and then we're going to kind of shift it and take it in a different direction. But I, I I want to say today that the title of my message is Memory Recall memory recall. All of us, and you hear me say this often in the church, need to stop sometimes and look back on where God has taken us and how far we've actually come. I think sometimes uh, for some of us, we're a little bit, uh, and there's a balance here because sometimes we can be too soft on ourselves, but on the same time, at the same time, we can be too hard on ourselves. We don't look at our lives and see how far we really have come, and how far God has uh, distanced us from the, our old self and the things that we used to do. and And I think we, it's imperative that we stop for a moment, often, and look back and just say, "Man, look how far God has taken me. Look what I've come out of." Look what I was birthed into, and look what I survived. Look at the way in which I fell down, but yet God, he got me up. Look look at the journey that has been peaks and valleys, but I'm here. I'm in my right mind. I didn't go crazy and flip out. I didn't jump off a bridge. I didn't throw in the towel. I'm still here. God has brought me thus far. And kept me thus far. And and we have to stop and go through this. Now, I don't know everyone's story. You don't know all my story. But we know our stories. And it's important for us to remember how far God has brought us. To remember his goodness. To remember the journey. To remember not only just the joys, but to remember the pains. And recall the pains and understand that, that, that even though it was painful, in some cases, and we see this in life, you know that it was necessary to thrust me to the point that I am at now. And for all of us, we have to find this healthy balance in our lives so that we become We become successful and we enjoy our walk with God. King David was a man who had many, many uh, highs and lows as he walked with Jesus. As he walked with God, he had great successes. He had great victories. He had great defeats. He had struggles. he He had moments where he was cast aside, cast out of his own kingdom. Because of decisions that he made. There was so many ups and downs in his life. And we know that David was a man after God's own heart. The Bible talks about that. And, and even though he was in this, in this state um, and condition in the sight of God, he still had his, his ups and downs. And for all of us, we have to see this. But the thing I love about David that was from a youth... He made it a point to remember. Somebody say remember. He, he, remembered, he remembered God's dealings in his life. He didn't forget. No matter what come, came his way, if you read King David's story, you see him constantly. You read the Psalms. He constantly kept in mind God and his goodness and his way and his path. And he's a shield and he's a buckler. He's my rock and he's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my sustainer. And he constantly, when you read the book of Psalms and you read his testimonies, you see that this was something that was always on his, on his mind. He kept that in mind as he went through life's circumstances. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 1 on down to 6. We're going to take a look at this story. And then we're going to go over to the book of Deuteronomy and get even more clarity. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Sokah, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Sokah and Ezekah and Ephes Damim. Now if you can pronounce that better than me, go ahead. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the valley of Elah and grew and drew up in battle array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with the valley between them. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had bronze and he had a bronze helmet on his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze and he had bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin, it says, between his shoulders. So we see the picture here. There's a battle getting ready to get started here. The Israelites and we see the Palace, uh, the, the Philistines there, and they're in battle array. Here comes the, the Philistines' prize champion. And there, and there, it is, it is, it is a, a battle of epic proportions that is about to take place here. And this is a moment of intimidation where the enemy has brought forth his prize champion. And now, who is going to succumb to the pressure? Who is going to allow fear to grip their hearts? Unfortunately, the Israelites began to have issues within their own camp, begin to question who's going to fight, and at the end of the day, in some cases, were just flat out afraid of this giant that some say was 12 to 13 feet tall. Verse 32. Let's go to verse 32. Series of events, a series of tauntings, all this is going on. And in the midst of it, as David was out shepherding his sheep out, going to bring something to his brothers, all these things, the Bible says in verse 32, Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul, the king, said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, now watch this, saints. And this is why I titled this message, Memory Recall. But David said to Saul, verse 34, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. He says, your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion. And from the paw of the bear. He will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Now, can we give God a praise for that? Now. Now, this is this is the point that I want to make, and this is the reason why. And I wrote this down. I wrote this down. Your future victories are tied to the remembrance of your former victories. Your future victories, saints, are tied to the remembrance of your former victories. And I think this is critical because sometimes as we're going through life, we have setbacks, we have hiccups, we have battles, we have challenges. And I talk about this all the time because it's so important. The Bible, 160-something times, it talks about remembering, remembering, remembering. We have to get into a a, a mindset that we're remembering where God has taken us from, how he's done it, why he's done it, and we're remembering his ability to do it. And I think for all of us, we have to stop right now and just think about this. His point of reference for his faith, his confidence, and his trust in God was not based on just what God did for someone else. It was based on what he had seen God do for him in the past. And it was what God had done for him in the past. It was that that inspired him to believe God for what God was going to do for him in the future. And all of us have to start thinking about this. Every victory you have in your life is significant. It has to be remembered. It has to be considered. It has to be taken into account. That every door that God has opened for you. Every way that he made for you when there was no way. Every way that he has kept you and sustained you. As you're going through life day-to-day routines, and in some cases challenges, you need those as a point of reference for your future victory. Stop waiting for somebody else to lay hands on you and to prophesy to you and to bring, start thinking about what God has already done for you. And as you start thinking about what God's done for you, that's going to be the source of strength and courage that's going to cause you to overtake your next challenge. And that's all that David did. A lion comes in to steal a sheep. This lion, and if, I don't know if, if, if you've ever touched a lion before, I'm telling you, I have touched a lion. I've felt one. And I could not believe how strong it felt. It felt like this. When I touched his body, I was like, oh my goodness. This thing is powerful. It is strong. I could not believe how hard it's, its body felt. And I just, I was thinking, man, if that thing just went pow, I'd be dead. I mean, this hand was, Elder Kenyon, remember that? We went over there, and the, the, the big old paw, I'm looking at it, and this guy, this scrawny little man is just holding it with a chain. I'm like, you're not going to do nothing. What you going to do? I mean, and it was just, it was strong. And saints, I look at this and I just, in my mind, it's, it's, un, it's, it's, it's just, how awesome is God that he would use a young boy like David and give him this moment in his history, which is going to prepare him for this moment in his history, and give him victory right there over a lion he said he basically said in these in these verses that he whooped that lion that he beat the lion up because it was trying to get to his his sheep now i can't say with my sanctified and holy ghost filled self that i would fight a lion over a few sheep you can have it i'll get some more (laughs) but 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 he fought he fought he fought this lion he fought this lion and it became a point of reference for his future victory not only did he fight a lion we see very clearly that he fought a bear he says that he fought a bear Bears are, are big and strong, and the same way that he developed confidence in fighting the lion through his relationship with God, the same way that he developed confidence for his future victory by fighting this bear. And I think for all of us here, stop looking at your, your circumstances or your trials or your test or your hardship. As always such a bad thing, sometimes God is using it to prepare you for what you 're going to need. Can I have an amen? and we have to start remembering that that this is this is just this is necessary i 'm going to need this even if it's and sometimes it may not even be something it, it could be something that and I just want to say this it could be something that yes is demonic in nature, the devil try to get you and God saw you through it, but saints, keep it in the memory bank. Always have memory recall because the lion and the bear are necessary for Goliath. If David doesn't fight the or, lion or the bear, he doesn't have this point of reference. And when somebody tries to give him their clothing and somebody tries to put a sword in his hand and when somebody tries to give him something, you know, creative and when somebody tries to give him something that he's not comfortable with. He's able to have a point of reference for what he does need to get the victory. And for all of us here, it has to be God. We have to have him always as a point of reference. This is what God did for me in this circumstance. This is what he's going to do in this circumstance. And every single moment is necessary. It's necessary. Start looking back on your life and see the necessary moments. Yeah, you remember when that person lied on you? Stabbed you in the back and told you, said this, that, and that about you? But you held your peace and you got through it and then God vindicated and you went on this side. And then now, look, you got something else coming up. But, man, remember what God did? You remember when he walked out? Said you wouldn't go make it and, and how you going to do it without him? And, and, and then you kept going on. You cried, but you got up and you kept on living. And now look how God done blessed you. You remember how she said she was done. She ran on, She ran off with another guy, and now you hear, brother, by yourself. But you and, and but look how God kept you, and you and you made it. You remember when the kids start acting up and start going crazy? They said they didn't want to come to the, your house anymore. You was a religious. Now they on your doorstep asking you to pray for them. I could go on and on and on and on about how victories and victories and vic- and how God kept you. But do we remember? Do we stop so that the next challenge that we get we're more than able to overcome and to have victory because we're constantly remembering what God has done for you. Are you grateful? For how God has seen you through. Do you stop and say, man, we don't have everything, but man, we still together and look how God has kept us. Because it's amazing. Sometimes you get together with a person and you develop a relationship with a person and you're at one certain place. Then God blesses you and you get real blessed. But you you don't stop and remember where you were you at when you first met. I'm not talking about just in marital relationships. I'm talking about it in just relationships in general. People do this. I, I always think about this church. When we first started this church, y'all, we had a, we was we just in a little box. And I always remember that. I never lose sight of that. I mean, praise God for where we're at and what God has done in 12 years. But I'm always thinking about where I met a lot of you. Especially on my leadership team, when we first met, that's where we first met. So don't flip out when we get a little something. Can I have an amen? That's me and my wife. Me and my wife, we, we met. My, I, I, was, we, I was broke, busted, and disgusted. My 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 television was I had this little TV, I put it on a little milk crate. Remember them old school milk crate, milk crates? I just I just stacked them up and put it right there, had my bed on the futon hey, girl, you want to come over and hang out? She wasn't coming to, you know, she wasn't coming. She wasn't, I wasn't blinging. I was 18 years old, broke, busted, and disgusted. Okay? Hey. And and she would come over, and we just had a television there, and and she never said, I knew she knew I was broke, but she never said anything, you know? She didn't. And so it's amazing now. And we go back, to, we talk about that. You remember how, and now that I'm, you know, praise God, I'm blessed. I got a big old house, all this other stuff. But I constantly sit there and think. And, and, we, and we talk, don't forget where, how we met. And the victories. And the successes. And the setbacks. And the dusting yourself off. And getting back in the game. And doing what God has asked you to do. Don't forget, it was David's remembrance that gave him the strength and the courage, and the courage to ultimately overtake Goliath in this situation, liberate Israel, and to see great deliverance come to the people of God because one person stood up and remembered what God had brought them through. Saints, don't forget where he found you and how many victories you have had through Jesus. The reason why David is able to do this is because their culture, the Jewish culture is tied to this this mindset of remembrance, of memorial, of not forgetting. And from a youth... In their culture, they're taught to remember the scriptures and to remember what God has done. And and Moses, he went to great lengths to make sure that the children of Israel clearly understood their history and how far God had taken them and the Egyptian captivity and the Abrahamic covenant and God's ability to see the people of God through, whether it's through the Red Sea, whether it's through fighting with the Amalekites and the Jebusites. If it, I mean, their history is filled with the book of Genesis and the book of Exodus and Leviticus. And we see the book of Numbers, how God, he goes to great lengths to make sure that they understand what God has done. And this is, this is what has happened to, to David. This is why he's able to remember. Because culturally, this is what has been communicated and taught. And that this is what you, you do. You don't forget God. That you're thinking about God and we have to do a better job of telling our children about where we came from and about how you met and about how God brought you through, and about how the only reason why we're in this car now is because God has been good to us, and he sustained us and saw us through. only reason why your dad got a job is because God's goodness and his mercy in our lives, and the only reason why you got them clothes in those video games is because God has blessed us, and he sought us. Don't you leave God! It's a part of their culture. Deuteronomy chapter 8, and we're going to see this here. Deuteronomy chapter 8. And so this is how David, he develops a mindset to remember because it's a part of the culture. And we, as the people of God, have to get back to a place where we sit down with the next generation and with each other. And we go through times of remembrance. I don't want to hear about all your trouble right now. Let's talk about what he did do. I don't want to hear about all your pain right now. Let's talk about how he brought you through before. And this is what's going to be the catalyst for seeing you get to the other side. We're going to take our time here and we're going to walk down through 20 verses. The book of Deuteronomy, the second law, is an awesome book of history. It's a, bu- a book of doctrine. It's a book that gives us greater clarity of the book of Numbers. It gives us more clarity insight into the book of Numbers and those things that happened historically to the children of Israel. It's detailed. It's the detail of the book of Numbers.
1: A production of the Well Christian Community. This has been Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. As we close out our time together today, we trust and pray our time together has encouraged you in Christ has encouraged you in your walk and relationship with Him. If it has, we'd love to hear from you. There are a couple of ways you can get a hold of us. By phone, of course, the easiest, 925-292-7800. Again, you can reach us at 925-292-7800. You're also welcome to write to us, address your envelope to the Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore, California, the zip code 94551. Of course, you can always stop by our website. You can learn all about us at thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. You can even take advantage of a few links, one of which will take you to our Facebook page. Or if you're on Facebook, simply look for The Well Christian Community. Don't forget, as you visit our website, take a moment and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit.